I'm James Waller. I'm Marissa Hoskins. And this is the Teaching It Real podcast. And on this week's episode of Teaching It Real, I'm inviting for the first time ever a repeat guest. Ladies and gentlemen, here we have once again Flying Ryan Krakowski. And thank you again for having me. Uh, now, Ryan, you've been here before. Uh, he is a tech coach, uh, also works at an international school, uh, in, in charge of innovation uh, in his department. And something that he's been looking into quite a bit recently is the impact that blockchain technology is going to have uh, not just on education, but on the lives of our students. So why has this become a passion project of yours, so to speak? Um, well, uh, you know, in many educational circles, we always hear uh, that we need to prepare students for their future and not our past. Um, and I think uh, if we're really going to prepare students for the future, we need to know about or have an idea about what type of technologies are going to be introduced in the next five or ten years. Um, and I've been hearing a lot about blockchain and reading about it and realizing that, you know, it will be um, a, a part of our daily lives in the, in the next few years and our students need to be aware of this. So to me, it's, it sounds like, um, you know, automation is going to change our economy in a major way when our kids finish and graduate school and enter the workforce. And because of that, we've kind of adopted it into our teaching and into schools. Same with coding and computer programming. Uh, it's changed or democratized the way that people can create and produce. And because of that, we've changed and altered the way that we teach. Uh, blockchain seems to be coming on very strongly as something that will possibly reshape the economy in a few fundamental ways, but it hasn't quite caught on in education yet, and we're not quite teaching it yet. Do you think that's fair to say? And, and why do you think that is? Um, yes, we're, well, I definitely don't think we're teaching yet. I, I rarely hear about it in, edu in educational circles. Um, I think people are still very skeptical of it. They, they're focused more on the, the cryptocurrency rather than the technology behind the blockchain. Um, and I think because it hasn't been uh, proven and rolled out in any of our, um, you know, any of our sectors of society yet, uh, widespread, that maybe you know, we, ha we don't necessarily believe in yet. So you mentioned the difference between cryptocurrency and blockchain because the two technologies do work in conjunction with one another, but they are two separate things and two separate technologies. Uh, let's start with cryptocurrency. Can you give us a little breakdown about what cryptocurrency is and why you think it's going to impact our society? Um, so cryptocurrency is, is a digital currency and it's basically uh, traded on the blockchain. Um, so uh, one person would um, create what's called a smart contract with another person um, and they could then, you know, um, negotiate some kind of terms of that contract and then send this digital currency to another person. Um, and this would be done uh, through the blockchain. Also, people could uh, purchase cryptocurrency through uh, many various exchanges. Uh, the many different cryptocurrencies that are available and that will become available in the future. So we have things already, um, you know, like Alipay, which is connected to our credit card, um, or Apple Wallet, all sorts of different things that allow us just to use our phone um, or an app to pay. And a lot of people would say that for them, that solves the need for having a cryptocurrency. 
So why do you think alternative cryptocurrencies, things like Bitcoin, are fundamentally different than that? And why do you think they're the ones that are going to have a bigger impact? Well, the problem with traditional uh Traditional currencies is that um, there's there's always a middle middleman or um, inter, intermediary in the middle um, to process payment, uh, and this isn't a, a major issue um, when factoring in uh, people in you know maybe less fortunate countries uh, that have to pay extremely high fees to pay these companies and these people as these intermediaries. Um, cryptocurrency will allow people to send money freely without uh, heavy fees or virtually no fees um, based on having these wallets set up no matter where they are in the world all uh, in all all through an app yeah yeah I mean uh, that's definitely a huge leap forward in terms of access to banking and being able to transfer funds I mean I am Canadian but I'm living in Hong Kong and for me it can be a very difficult and costly process to take my Hong Kong money, convert it to Canadian dollars, and send it home. And if there were a, you know, a universal currency, cryptocurrency, that I was able to access from anywhere in the world, that would certainly save me a lot of headaches. So I do understand it in that regard. Uh, let's move on to the blockchain. So you mentioned it briefly about a place where uh, cryptocurrencies can be traded, and I imagine goods and services can be exchanged and it's done in a safe way that protects people that are both sellers, buyers, or posting their intellectual property. Um, can you give us a little rundown of why you think blockchain technology, specifically blockchain technology, is impacting society and is worth exploring further in education? I think, um, you know, we have a lot of data silos in, in, in society. Um, our data doesn't flow freely between different sectors uh, when I, I believe it needs to. Uh, in, in specific, in education, um, you know, many different school districts and, and, and countries and so on have uh, learning management systems, or even, even individual schools themselves have learning management systems. Um, and I believe that uh, those individual learning ma management systems would work much more effectively if they talk to each other, if they're all on the same system. So data could be shared. Uh, lessons, ideas could be shared amongst teachers. Um, you know, the Internet and social media has been great for this. Uh, but what happens when we have students um, who maybe move to a new country or teachers who go from one country to another as an, an international uh, international school teacher, um, I, I sometimes, you know, leave uh, one country and go to another. Uh, my data on uh, does not go with me. Uh, it has to be manually uploaded to the to the new system. Um, so I think the free flow of data would be uh, the, the biggest impact uh, on education in that regard. And uh, for people that are interested in learning more about blockchain technology and how it's reshaping our society and why especially if you're in education, it may be important to start talking about in the classroom. Um, for those people, is there a book or a resource or where can they get started? What's a good starting point uh, for them to start, you know, exploring, learning some of the basics, but also taking a look at uh, some of the real world applications? Um, because I think, you know, for some of us, we're standing in front of this huge concept and this huge idea without uh, sort of an idea of exactly 
what's going to happen, what's going to change, and how this might impact us personally. Where would you recommend starting? Um, well, I've been doing some, uh, just some general searches, uh, uh, some Google searches also uh, on YouTube, watching some videos, um, TED Talks and so on. Uh, but a book that I've, I've just finished called uh, Blockchain Revolution uh, by Don and Alex Tapscott. Uh, I found this to be a great intro into blockchain. Um, although aspects of it can be very technical, I think um, you know what I take. What I took important, the important things from this book, is learning about how it can impact different sectors of society, uh, and then starting to brainstorm ways that I can then apply that into education. Excellent. So that was Blockchain Revolution by Don and Alex Tapscott, not by Michael Scott. He was the boss on The Office, I think. It's close. It's close. Very close. Very close. I'm being told it's very close. Um, so uh, that's a great start, I think, to start talking about blockchain and how it might shape our society, and especially for teachers, what we might want to adjust in how we teach in education. Um, do you have any final words or anything uh, that you want to leave listeners with that you think is important for them to hear about blockchain before we move on? Well, um, you know, as I'm learning about this, I'm realizing how important it is for teachers um, to educate themselves on, on the blockchain or on the technology behind the blockchain um, because we owe it to our students uh, to make them aware of this. Um, if, you know, if students utilize this, this technology in their own lives, um, they could build a career off this. You know, they're going to be immersed in it in a few years. It's important that teachers um, do their research. Excellent. And my last question, of course, this is important to get out there. Which cryptocurrency and blockchain company is paying you to come on here and say all of this right now? <laughs> I wish. Absolutely none. No. Okay. So this is something you really believe in and something that you think we all should look into a little bit further. Yes. Where can we uh, follow you if you have any uh, resources to share, or articles that you're maybe posting on your social media? Uh, where can anybody uh, follow you? Uh, so I'm at uh, Mr. K. PYP on Twitter, MRKPYP. All right. Well, Ryan, thanks for coming on again. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll have you on again uh, in the near future so we can talk a little bit more specifically because I have some uh, really big questions that I want to address about specifically how this could impact education. And if we are going to teach this, where do we start? Uh, so I will be looking to have you back on soon. Check him out at MrKPYP on Twitter. You can check me out at MrWaller15. And until next time, Keep teaching it real. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you.